Welcome to episode 41 of the Pinnacle Leadership Advancement Podcast. Uh, This episode is about resiliency, uh, what that is, how we can build and grow it, uh, how important it is in our our families, our lives, and, and the organizations we lead to really consider are we being resilient and how do we build that in our teams. Uh, I know you'll uh, get plenty out of this. Uh, Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Pinnacle Leadership Advancement Podcast. Uh, Chad Elbert here. As always, uh, my good buddy Jake with us. Hey, Chad. Doing well. Good. In this episode, we thought we would uh, talk tackle the subject of resiliency, uh, something that, that comes up for us as, as leaders, uh, managers, entrepreneurs in, in any aspect of our life. Uh, and certainly, I think over the last uh, couple of years, uh, through um, 2020 and the pandemic and beyond, I think we can look into society as a whole and see where resiliency uh, is, is probably something we should all work on a little bit. Uh, in, in my personal opinion, it's key. But you know, as we go through challenges in our careers, there are opportunities that come up for us uh, to practice resiliency when something goes wrong, un- unexpectedly. Uh, maybe we're blindsided uh, by a surprise, uh, and, and you know, we we can usually take these things. They they come at us immediately. We've we've done something wrong, uh, or not not even we did anything wrong. Things didn't go the way we thought they would. And, and boy, all of a sudden, we, we maybe feel like a bit of a failure. Uh, and that, to me, that that's where if we have some way of practicing resiliency and understanding some of the aspects of that, that can help us through those situations. Does that kind of set things up for you, Jake, where we want to go with this? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, love the topic and the idea around um, bouncing back. Know, but I think it's one of those words that we hear. And so looking forward to unpacking, uncovering, discovering um, what it is that we think resiliency is and how it uh, manifests in the workplace, how we can put it into practice, how we can kill our ego to remain resilient. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, that's a big part of it too, is the, the ego. I mean, that's what that's what gets in our way is we come across challenges is, is we uh, just uh, somehow I, I, and I've seen a lot myself and others is we, we have this notion that we're perfect and, you know, everything's just going to go exactly the way we anticipate it will go. And when it doesn't, you know, that, that this disparity between what we thought we were and what the reality is, is where we have this, this moment of, of choice. You know, it's like, man, do I take this personal? Like I am a failure. I, I am the reason that this project went, went wrong. I, you know, and it's a, I think it's a rapid downward spiral when you start getting into that. I am uh, Mm -hmm. type of thought process after a, a struggle comes your way because you, you just end up going, well, you know, I, I am a failure. I am this and I am worthless. And, and I mean, it's a, it's just straight down the toilet. And I, I think that's, you know, part of, part of being resilient is being able to catch your ego uh, mm-hmm. and, and say, no, I'm human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I 
come to work and do my best and and you know in your best is also like when you are surprised your your best can be how how do i how do i choose the next moment and we we talk about this a lot i, I know it, it comes up in other episodes as well that that choice um, but resiliency as we we're preparing for this. We looked up the definition and it's the, the capacity to recover from a difficult uh, situation or, you know, a, a materials resiliency is a, a way to return to its, its original state. Right. Right. Um, say a, a ball, a golf ball has some resiliency after it's smashed with a golf club. It kind of flattens out for a moment, but then it comes back to its, its natural state as it, as it travels through the air. You know, so if we think about that that definition, it's our ability to recover from a difficult situation is really what resiliency is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, you know, we didn't talk about this. We were talking about books and two, as you were just talking there, Chad, came to my mind. But uh, Nicholas uh, Taleb, uh, Nassim Taleb, uh, writes anti-fragile. And the idea is that through um, uh, things you know, working out is a great is a great example of anti-fragility, that breaking our muscles down is what makes it stronger, and that we as humans are actually anti-fragile. Like, that's the whole kind of synopsis of his book, is that we're not, you know, you see fr- fragile on a, on a package, and, and it's wine glasses inside, and you have to be very delicate in and, and, and a shipping situation. You know, make and set it down carefully and make sure that it doesn't break. And if they do break, they're broke. They're no longer glasses. They don't retain their true form. They're not stronger. They're not better. And his idea with us as humans is that we need to have this kind of anti-fragility that um, allows us to actually come back stronger and to be stronger. And so even in, um, as you were talking about coming from a material standpoint, coming back to that original state, um, it would, I think, you know, perhaps his uh, take on it would also be that it is, even stronger than it was before, having gone through that um, metamorphosis uh, of change, um, that it isn't necessarily weaker uh, or you know susceptible to uh, another. I guess I'm thinking of an injury or something, right? That that uh, maybe we would be susceptible to that injury again. But in this anti-fragility, this resiliency, that we would actually be stronger because of not necessarily the injury, um, but because of the, um, I don't know, in the example of working out, breaking muscles down allows them to kind of come back stronger and build muscle. So that is one uh, book, uh, Anti-Fragility. The second book that comes to mind is one I just read from Strength to Strength by Arthur, Arthur C. Brooks. And I really enjoyed that book. And it was talking about really kind of how our performance fades. I think in athletics, it's super obvious to me. We look at the NFL, NBA, any athletic sport, uh, tennis, Serena Williams just retired, right? Um, Or is on the verge of retiring. Like we all know aging out is going to happen. There's a a time where you have a key performance and um, uh, uh, you perform at that high level. And you're a prodigy in chess, which happens to be like under 20 generally. I mean, it's amazing how young these people are um, memorizing all these chess moves. Um, but the the peak of your athletic performance, and then at some point that's going to happen, and at some point that's going to wane. And both you and I chat are involved in kind of mental professions. And for me, this book, Strength Strength, talked about how that happens in our 
performance too. And that was really a new idea. Like I had never thought about like, oh, there's a peak performance, wherever that is mentally. And at some point it's going to start declining. And his point in the book, Strength to Strength, is really kind of jumping from this uh, path of peak performance to kind of what, what even what we do a little bit, but uh, more just the wisdom that's come along with the 20 years experience of using your peak performance, recognizing that that is um, just not going to be the same, whether it's a dex. Uh, in his example, he was a French horn player. He wasn't as dexterous. He sort of started losing his capability to play at a super high level, plays French horn instrument in the orchestra. Um, and that even started fairly young, about 25. Um, but that's going to happen, whether it's mentally or physically. Um, and switching to that uh, kind of uh, path of wisdom and the the experience path of how can we help others. And it sort of transitions from our own um, uh, uh, peak performance. I guess I think of like Alex Rodriguez, who was at absolute peak performance in baseball, and now he's broadcasting, right? He's using that knowledge that he has. He's made a life change, and now he's sort of, past his peak performance of, of being able to play the game, but now he's kind of passing on that knowledge in this uh, broadcasting mechanism to, to layman uh, folks. So uh, Strength to Strength was that book and, and something I really enjoyed, but I think you touched on it, Chad, and that's why that book came up, uh, is that how our ego gets attached. Like I am, if I'm Alex Rodriguez, I am a great home run hitter. I am a great defensive third baseman. Whatever those things are, we identify with our performance and the book kind of touches on this, but how, what happens when that success becomes jeopardized? And that's where this resiliency comes in because if we're over identified with whatever has made us successful in the past, uh, that's going to decline. We're going to lose the performance that we once had and it's going to be problematic for our egos and resilience. I, I think we're not going to be as resilient if, uh, we're identified if our ego is identified with this success. And, and you see guys that have held on too long, right? Like, oh man, he was really good, but he's kind of holding on too long, still trying to play the game at this elite level. And that's, that's tough to do. Uh, so that was a ton of talking. Uh, curious what came up for you there, Chad, and uh, I want to kick it back to you here. No, I, well, I think that as you kind of, kind of broke some of that down though, you're one of the, the things to remind ourselves is that, the journey is this cycle of, of challenge. You know, we, we push ourselves into something. We, we get the result we get. It might break us down a little bit, but we, we come back, we rebuild, we adjust, and we re-strengthen to hit another challenge. And we break down a little bit. And, you know, whether it's a, a mental test or a physical test, I think that this is, you know, what we maybe – don't spend enough time thinking about in leadership is that that cycle never stops. You know, I mean, we, mm -hmm. if we want to see success, we, we've got to be pushing somewhere in our, in our career and our life. I mean, though Alex Rodriguez and Serena Williams, they did not get to the level they're at by just winning every day. They were pushing their bodies to the limit. I, I remember seeing Michael Phelps in the last Olympics that he was in with, with all those cupping marks on his back. I mean, clearly he's going through some some physical challenges there to compete at that level. Um, you know, and I think it's just we get so kind of in the routine of what we do and we're going to work and then we have a challenge. It, 
and it, and it just sets us back. Uh, but, you know, so if we if we just get used to looking at all, everything we do is just I'm, I'm going to push myself, I'm going to test myself and just be ready for that next thing to come that's going to cause you to have to rebuild. And, and that is I mean, that's how muscles get stronger is we we test them, we we build them, we break them down a little bit. We we then put in the nutrients that we need to rebuild. We get some water in there, add some protein to our diet and we rebuild. I just don't think we do that enough in our in our leadership and our career styles is we're not we don't we, we like get a verse of I don't even know if that's the right word, but, you know, we don't want to so. take chances. Right. It's all just going to go perfect. And my team's going to come to work every day and everybody's just going to follow my instructions. and We're just going to live in utopia. And that's just not the way life is. And and so, you know, we're not. We're not really preparing ourselves to be resilient because we just think everything's always going to work out, and it, it's just not. And and so it is like even like as we, that sounds like a good book. I'm gonna have to check it out. You know that the strength to strength is I got that title mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that that's a great thing to think about? Is like what I'm good at today may not be what I'm good at ten years from now. Mm-hmm. You know, so like play to my strengths now, but know that at some point as my career changes, as I age, because none of us are, are going to escape that in, in my lifetime. I don't think, uh, you know, as I age, my, my talents, my strengths just naturally change. I, I, I see mm-hmm. the world differently mm-hmm. as I've had more experiences, uh, you know, in, in physically, yes, we're, we're just, you know, we're not going to always be able to compete. Uh, at, at some elite physical level so at some point we're gonna have to use our brain more but along the way we've collected all that knowledge so mm-hmm. I, I think that that's what you know as you were going through those couple books the anti-fragile book and strength to strength great great resources uh, that i see for people to go out there and, and read and, and learn and just work on you know drawing kind of coming up with this mental picture of life that it's a cycle like how can I be pushing myself to make myself better to be in uncomfortable situations, knowing that sooner or later some challenge is going to come my way? You know, how do I respond to that mm-hmm. in a way that, hey, yeah, great, here's an opportunity for me to rebuild and and, and become stronger because of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, and yeah, I mean, there's a any example works, but certainly even like a Michael Phelps, like. Um, I guess maybe if I think about the opposite, it would be like, well, I'm going to do the same training that I did before. Um, and that won me before. And so, you know, that should be good enough this time. It's like, well, probably not. Like everyone is upping their game to get to your level. And so you've got to figure out, you know, strategize certainly how to continue to train at an elite level. Um, and that's probably, you know, maybe it's doing many of the same things, but it's also going to be, um, you know, okay, well, gosh, I didn't have to cut before, but, but that's something that I can do to help me here. I, I got to do that. So being open to those new strategies. And I think, it, you know, the failure piece doesn't necessarily um, work with Michael Phelps so much, but the, I, it's like our ego wants to hold on to, well, I've done this well. And so let me just ride the laurels of that. You know, I got promoted to this position. And so I don't want to change anything or I don't want to, you know, change how I'm approaching things. 
things. And I think that's where we need to be in this kind of change mindset, this resiliency of like, you know, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm going to try it and uh, see if we get uh, good results. If we don't, you know, that's okay too. And it's like, um, hopefully we can create a culture and be in a culture that isn't so catastrophizing or like, well, you're going to get fired if your team, you know, doesn't deliver on this. It's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm trying a couple of things here. It doesn't mean we got to blow up the whole playbook, but um, trying one or two things to kind of be growing, expanding our knowledge, our wisdom, and then, you know, growing other people too. I think that's a, a part of this resiliency as well is, is passing that knowledge on and um, building other people up at kind of that transfer of, uh, me to we uh, that we've talked about in, in other episodes that I think is a part of resiliency too and in bouncing back to that original state being stronger than we were before but then also uh, having the capacity to to help others and and if our egos attached to our own success that that makes it tougher for sure yeah I, I love that you kind of allude to that non-catastrophizing part of it and I was smiling at some point we'll likely do these on on youtube as well you can see my reaction when you're going through that oh i'm gonna get fired uh scenario and because i i mean anybody that's worked in any type of career role i'm guessing that they have they have had a situation and that is where they went Mm -hmm. i'm oh man i messed up i'm done and oh you know over the years in my career because i have i've been through that situation and then the the way i've developed to get around that is like okay if you were your boss would you fire you for what mm-hmm. you did and no I, I mean, because it's not like you went out and did something uh super unethical you know most of the time we catastrophize these things that are just natural failures of this of us in this system where there's unknowns variables we just don't even know that are out there and i I think it's like we're we're just so we become so attached to who we are in the role and that career is such a part of our life Mm -hmm. that we don't want to you know i mean if we lost it it would be uh it would be a big road bump Mm -hmm. But it's certainly not the end of the world. It's not, right. you know. I mean, and and that's where I think to be resilient, you just put things in perspective. Our careers are not. Um, it, it, it's it's not that <laughs> it's caveman not primal world anymore. Yeah. It's just a. It, it really is just something we do in this world. But it is not, you know. If, if you mess up when you're out back in primal days and you walk out of the cave and step off a cliff, you, you know, that, that might be a bad thing. And it's just, we're, we're, I know we're wired for that. And it, yeah, I know we've talked about that. I mean, out of that primal leadership book, I mean, we are just primal. We're wired for this primal, like something's coming after me mentality. And, you know, when those situations at work happen, the, the more we can just bring that ego out of it and just bring it for what it is. Yeah. Um, it's a challenge. Things didn't go our way. How do we move on? Uh, it, it really, within the team too, like if for each one of us, if we're able to just temper our responses with, 
it's I'm I'm alive. Nobody died. <laughs> you know, there are careers where those situations could happen, and, and that is a serious thing. But kind of not what we're talking about here, uh, mm. right? It it happened. Nobody died. We're okay. It, if we can just work on ourselves to just say it's not the end of the world, our whole team responds better. Everybody around us responds better. They see that, you know, this person's not a, not a drama king or queen, uh, which nobody, I've been in those situations. You don't like that either. It, it, it creates a weird feeling within a team. Like it's not that bad, you, you know? So I, I, I just there is, you know, came up with that is you just, the, the more we can take things as they are, look at them as an opportunity to rebuild and be stronger because of it, you know, and avoid that that over catastrophization of of anything that goes on. I think that's a, a key to it is just really working on being all right. Accept these challenges. We're going to grow because of it. And and um, and something else that came to me as you were you're talking to recently. Read, read a new book by Eric Thomas called UOU. And he talks about his story. If you know who Eric Thomas is, one of the you know highest paid motivational speakers out there in the, in the, this era. Uh, and, and he, there was a time in his life where he, he went out, he left his family and, and he thought he had a victim mindset and he ended up living off the streets and stuff. But he, he, he used that as an example of saying you're only alone if you say you're if you tell yourself you're alone. And so it, it just to me is relevant in these situations of being resilient is say you do make a mistake at work. You're not alone. You're part of a team. If you take a person and you tell yourself, I I did this, you know, I'm the one that's gonna take well, you're only alone if you tell yourself you're alone. You're part of a team. You're part of a community, you're part of a tribe. That's just how it, human human nature works, right? We're part of a collective. So, you know, if we can avoid like telling ourselves that we're alone and we don't have any resources, we're able to get, you know, hey, if you're struggling, call in a friend, call in help. Don't tell yourself you're alone. Um, and, and again, you're the only one that can do that. Most of your teammates are going to come to your rescue. They're going to come help you if, if you ask. But if you tell yourself you're alone, you'll be alone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I would add to that in the workplace environment, your manager, if you need help, talk to your manager, right? Setting those expectations. Um, yeah, it's a, that's a good point of uh, kind of what you manifest is what becomes true. For sure. No, I, I I've enjoyed it. I, I've enjoyed this. And, and, um, you know, it's just such a key skill to really pay attention to and build in our lives and our careers is how is just being resilient. Life is a, a challenge at every turn in the road. I don't, you know, as you're in your career, you become a parent, you know, wherever it is, challenges are going to come to us. That's just how the world works. Uh, and so as we're able through our careers to take those challenges on and just grow with each one. And one of my early I think it was we wrap up with this. One of my early, early managers in my career, he had a great perspective on stress, was that stress helps us handle more and more and more and more. So the, the more we can put ourselves into stressful situations, 
the more resilient we become to stress. So if you think about your your career and where you're at, maybe if things are going really good for you, think about how can you push, add more, do more. And the reason for that is that over time, your team, yourself, you're going to be able to handle more and more and more just because you've, you're building the the resiliency to stress. And, and I just, yeah. I, I felt as that, that came back to me through this conversation is something he had said early in my career was that, you know, the more we take on, the more resilient we are down the road. And I think it's. it's yeah, I absolutely love that. That is a, a great way to wrap it up and, and how our ego can get in the way of, well, I don't want to take this stress on because I don't know if we can do it. I don't know if we can execute versus the stress of how we're going to be better because we're trying this and we're taking this on and we're going to try to help, help out the team, help out the company. Um, so absolutely. What a great um, approach and sort of outlook to take. Absolutely. Well, again, thank you for listening. Uh, we, we love doing these for you. Just continuing to put stuff out here to help employee engagement uh, spread the word. If you enjoy what Jake and I speak about here on the Pinnacle Leadership Advancement Podcast, uh, definitely share it around. Uh, at, at this point, this is all free content just out of the, the brains of, of two, two people here that are just driven to make the world a better place. So again, thank you for listening. Like and share, PinnacleLeadershipAdvancement.com.